Welcome to the end of religious Christianity. If you're truly born again, you've got the joy of the Lord inside of your spirit. You've got power inside of your spirit. My gift from God is to move you into your spirit, man, where God is, where you know all things, where things present and things to come are yours. Come with me into the kingdom of God. Hey guys, welcome back to the Kingdom Dynamics podcast. I'm Jonathan and I'm looking you guys straight in the eye. I'm looking you in the eye because I'm a spirit man and you are a spirit. You are a spirit who God knew before he put you in your mother's womb. And I know you. I know you and I see you. And as I look at you in the spirit, I see who God intended you to be. You know, this kingdom of God that we are in, this kingdom that we are seeking, is a government. It is a government that is on the shoulders of Jesus, according to Isaiah chapter 9. And it is a government of peace. And it is a government of peace that has no end. You see, as Jesus walked around doing good, he had the government on his shoulders. And then he said to you and I, he said, my yoke is easy, my burden is light, because we take his government. You know, the kingdom of God is a country. Nicodemus visited Jesus at night secretly because he was a defector. He was defecting from the kingdom of darkness. He wanted to know, and he asked Jesus, how do I enter the kingdom of God? How did you become a citizen of your country? I was born here in Australia. And that makes me a legitimate citizen of Australia. I have a passport and the governor of Australia has signed my passport saying, let this man travel freely. You and I need to be born again by the Spirit of God. He's the governor. The Holy Spirit is the governor. And so Nicodemus, Jesus said, needed to be born again, born of, a, of above, born of the Spirit. So Nicodemus was told by Jesus, the king of the kingdom, that he needed to be born again. That's the way all of us, become citizens. So Jesus never preached anything other than a kingdom. He never preached anything other than a government. He said, this is how you pray. Your kingdom government come on earth as it is in heaven. So in heaven, God's government is reigning. And your purpose and your place on earth is to reign. 
Your purpose is to bring the kingdom government of God to the earth. That is why every one of us, man, woman and child, are here. We're here because the Father of Spirits wants to extend the government of heaven to earth. Earth is a colony of heaven. Earth is a lost government. Jesus came to destroy the devil's works. He came to buy that which was lost. That which was lost is the kingdom. That which was lost is the government. The government is on his shoulders. And the church is the embassy of God. And you are an ambassador of the kingdom of God. And you've been given the ministry of reconciliation. There's a ministry of finance. There's a ministry of health. We've been given the ministry of finance. These are all legal terms. Jesus said that when you pray, it's like a woman who goes to court and who hassles the judge until he makes a verdict in her favor. Everything is legal. Everything is about the kingdom of God. And you and I need to delete from our minds the religious mindset, the religious spirit. You and I need to change our minds, renew our minds, and have a kingdom understanding. In Acts chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, it says Jesus spent 40 days teaching the disciples about the kingdom of God. In John chapter 3, Jesus said to Nicodemus that he needed to be born in order to qualify to be a citizen. You and I are born again. We are in the kingdom of God. But we need to change our minds to be effective on this earth. I want you to receive power today. But the power is the Holy Spirit. The power is already in you if you're a Christian. If you're not a Christian, you need to receive his blood. You see, in the spiritual realm, which is the greater realm, because everything that's natural came from the invisible, in the spirit, blood is the highest currency. And in terms of blood, the blood of Jesus is the most valuable. The occult and the satanic people you know, kill babies and make sacrifices to get spiritual power. But the blood of Jesus is far above any other blood. It's more precious than the blood of bulls and rams and goats. We don't have to sacrifice animals anymore because the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin once and for all. So when you're born again, you become a new creation. Old things have passed away and all things become new. The blood of Jesus cleanses you from all sin. It cleanses your conscience. You receive Jesus by receiving his blood, by eating his body and drinking his blood. And then it's no longer you who lives, but Christ who lives within you. And the life you now live, you live by faith in the Son of God, the Holy Spirit, 
testifying with your spirit that you are a child of God, the Holy Spirit giving life to your mortal body. If you're dead, you can't get a speeding fine. You can't get a ticket because an ambassador has diplomatic immunity. You're dead. Death has no hold on you. Sin has no hold on you. You can't be offended. You don't have to worry about what you will eat or what you will drink or what you will wear. In fact, you're commanded not to worry because you're the responsibility of your king. Once you enter the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God is your provider. The kingdom of God is going to look after you. Jesus said, the Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Jesus said, how will God not give you all things if he's given you the kingdom? Jesus said, the Father won't give you a stone if you ask for bread. It's his good pleasure to give you the kingdom. So when you seek the kingdom, you're making a diplomatic phone call. You're picking up the phone and you have a direct line to the government. If you get in trouble with the foreign government, angels will come. The military will come. The angels are the military. You are the ambassador. The church is the embassy. Every embassy has resources. It's called the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. You need a car, you've got it. You need a phone, you've got it. You need money, you've got it. The government is on his shoulders and he wants to put the government of God on your shoulders. You see, Jesus went about doing good, healing all who were sick and oppressed of the devil because the government was on his shoulders and Jesus, being the king of the kingdom of God, demonstrated his government. Everywhere he went, he released peace. Everywhere he went, he released finances. He released healing. He cast out the devil because his kingdom was a kingdom of healing. God wants to fill everything. He wants to make things whole. The kingdom of God wants to make things whole. Where there's sickness, God brings healing. Where there's lack, God brings provision. He turned the water into wine. He paid Peter's taxes. He fed people with bread in the desert. You see, God is a God of the kingdom of God, and in heaven there is no lack. There are 10,000 times 10,000 angels. The streets are paved with gold. And so God has put that kingdom government on your shoulders so that wherever you go, now that you are dead, now that you don't have to worry about your life, now that you are commanded not to worry, now that you are commanded not to sin, now that you are commanded not to, uh, to, have, to have unforgiveness, not to have judgment, you are commanded not to worry. So you don't have anything to do other than to give away the benefits of your kingdom government. Peter and John said, we don't have gold or silver, but what we do have, we give you in the name of Jesus. Now, that is another military term, the name of Jesus. They bear the name, the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, the cross. Prayer is an act of war. When you pray your kingdom come, you are declaring an invasion.
Everywhere you go, your feet tread. The kingdom is the, is given to you. The territory is yours. So everywhere you go is a violent act. So don't be surprised if you encounter resistance. But you don't have to worry about death anymore. Death, where is your sting? When you die, to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. So you don't live under rejection anymore. You can't live under rejection because you're accepted. You're no longer in the kingdom of darkness. You're in the kingdom of light, according to Colossians. So Nicodemus wanted to defect from the kingdom of Satan. Jesus said that the Pharisees were children of the devil. And he wanted to change because the government of God was so much better than the government of the devil. Because he saw the benefits of the kingdom that Jesus spoke of. He saw people being healed. He saw people being saved. He saw people with peace. He saw people with joy. When the man got up and walked, he went dancing and running and jumping and praising God. So you and I have to demonstrate the benefits of our kingdom. Wherever you go, you release peace. Wherever you go, you release right standing with God. Wherever you go, you release joy. The kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. So you are inviting people into the Holy Ghost. You're inviting people into the government. The Holy Ghost is the government. The Holy Ghost is the kingdom. Because Jesus is the king of the kingdom. So everywhere Jesus is, is the kingdom. If Jesus was here on the earth, then earth would be called heaven. Because it would be heaven on earth. But he's not. He's in heaven and we're on the earth as his ambassadors. And he sent his governor to make heaven like earth. Sorry, to make earth like heaven. England sent a governor to Australia to make Australia like England. The governor is there as a post to make the colony the same as the kingdom. And so you don't have to worry anymore. Like Peter and John, you don't need to bring a money belt. You don't need to wear any jacket because you have everything you need inside of you and around you. The kingdom is within you. The kingdom is within reach. Wherever you go, you have enough. If you lose your job, it doesn't matter because God is your provider. Paul was in prison saying, rejoice always. And again, I say rejoice because the word of God is not chained. Just remember that the Bible is a legal document. If you go to court, your lawyer is only as good as his ability to interpret the law because your lawyer will stand before the judge and say, it is written in the Constitution, it is written that my client is protected. In the, const in the law, it is written that my client is innocent. Jesus was a lawyer when he spoke to the devil. When the devil tempted him in the, in the wilderness, he said, it is written, do not test the Lord your God. Why? Because everything in the kingdom is a legal battle. The kingdom of God is not a religion. That's what I'm telling you today. The kingdom of God is a government. The kingdom of God is a country. And when you realize that Jesus is the king of a country, 
that you are citizens of a country, that the government that's on your shoulders is peace and righteousness and justice, everything makes sense. You need to go into all the world and teach them to obey the king. You and I are ambassadors of the kingdom. That is a military role. That is a governmental position. The church is the embassy. The church is there to equip you for the work of the government's ministry of reconciliation. The only reason you're here is to fulfill the government's ministry of reconciliation. That's the government's ministry of recolonization. I want you to know that you are free. I want you to know that no matter what you feel or think, the truth is, and the truth shall set you free, the truth is you are a child of God, you are forgiven of your sins, you can have the government of God on your shoulders, you can enter heaven today. Heaven is a real place. We enter by the blood of Jesus. If you have not made that decision, you need to make that decision today. Everyone, man, woman, and child has been forgiven, but they have to receive their citizenship. They have to have their passport stamped. And it's by the blood of Jesus. So just right now, say, I receive your blood. Jesus, I receive your blood. Forgive me for my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. I want to follow you. I want to obey you today. Once you're born again, you become a citizen of heaven. You no longer live, but Christ lives within you, and you take on that ministry of reconciliation. I'm really happy for you guys today. Please go back, read the Bible again with a concept of the kingdom government of God. Jesus said he could call ten legions of angels because the angels are the military. The angels do God's bidding. The citizens pray. When you pray, it is a legal act. When you pray, you are a citizen on earth calling heaven on your ambassadorial line, telephone line, and asking for reinforcements. If you ask, he will answer. Ask and you shall receive. Knock and you shall have the door opened. Seek and you shall find. Today, I want you to put on your ambassadorial robes. I want you to put on your ambassadorial ring. And I want you to start to communicate the government of God by demonstrating it. Show people the government. Show people healing. Show people deliverance. Show people peace. They are blind and they need to see. The Bible says the God of this age has blinded the minds of unbelievers in 2 Corinthians 4. But you're the light. So when they meet you, they do see the light. They do. They have an opportunity to repent. Now, I said to you before that there's no rejection. When you're adopted into the kingdom of God, you belong. You are accepted. So this whole world operates on rejection. 
me, myself and I, scarcity, there's never enough, you're comparing yourself with other people, you're jealous of other people, you can let that go because you're accepted. You are accepted by God and you have found your purpose. Your purpose, man, woman and child, everyone on the earth, Hindu, Muslim, Christian, Buddhist, it's the same. It is to be like your father God. You need to become a child of God first. You need to repent. You need to change your thinking. That's why Jesus said, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In other words, I have shown you the benefits. I have shown you healing. I have shown you peace. I have shown you my government, which forces you to change your mind. Once you see my government, you have to change your mind. Now, some people don't repent like the Pharisees who crucified Jesus. And they have a great judgment on them. But you and I need to repent. We need to beware the yeast of the Pharisees. Run away from the yeast of the Pharisees. We need to run away from the yeast of Herod. So we need to run away from the thinking of religion, run away from the thinking of politics. We have to put on the mind of Christ. We have to stand on the word of God. We have to understand the kingdom so we bear much fruit. But today, by the Holy Spirit, he's taking away the root of rejection. He is showing you, spirit man, that your sins are forgiven. And that with Jesus, he will also give you all other things. You are seated in Christ Jesus in the heavenly realms. Blessed. You are blessed with every spiritual blessing. So he's taking away cancer right now. He's taking away sickness right now. He's taking away debt, physical debt, financial debt, emotional debt, relational debt, spiritual debt. He has forgiven you. You don't need anything. You don't need anyone to teach you. You have all things. You own all things. You know all things. All things are yours. Things present and things to come. Take up your inheritance today. Yes, you take up your cross. Yes, you die daily. Yes, you follow Jesus. Yes, you die to yourself. You die to your sins. You live for Christ. But it is a joy. It is a government of peace. It is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost, according to Romans. That's the ability to stand in front of God, righteousness, right standing with God. You have relationship with God. You can pick up the phone and call the hotline of heaven right now. You have right standing with God. You have peace. That's a supernatural deposit. That's a weight in your pocket. It's a heavy burden, a substance that is real, that changes the environment, changes the atmosphere. Apply that peace to every circumstance in your life. Apply that right standing with God to every circumstance, every relationship. And joy. Joy is excitement. Joy is anticipation. Joy is knowing that the vision is going to come to pass. So today I want you to take the sword of the Spirit and I want you to strike every chain that stands against your ability to preach the gospel. I want you to cut off those ties with the devil. I want you to change your thinking. I want you to renew your mind. Paul says we take every thought captive into the obedience of Jesus Christ. Jesus the King 
He's called the Lord of Lords because he owns you. You are his property. But the difference about our kingdom is those who are owned by the king, those who are citizens of the kingdom, we are also heirs of the kingdom. So we are sons of God just like Jesus. He's the firstborn of many brothers and sisters. Paul says in Philippians, I believe, that if we will suffer with Christ, we will reign with Christ. He is the hope of glory. God wants to fill the earth with the knowledge of the glory of God. God wants to fill the earth. He told Adam and Eve to fill the earth. He told them to subdue the earth. Jesus restored to you and I to man dominion. He restored to you and I the mandate to fill the earth. He wants to fill everything. He wants to fill all in all. He wants to bring everything into Christ. He wants to bring everything into order. Just know, even if you don't understand it, just know that God wants you to bring an order where there is disorder. He wants you to bring truth where there's a lie, truth where there's error, correction where it's needed. He wants you to bring healing where there's sickness. He wants you to bring order. So why don't you go about doing good, bringing order, destroying all of the works of the devil? Know that God will back you up because as you go, as you preach, as you pray, you are demonstrating the government that is on your shoulders. And God will back you up. God will confirm your words with signs and wonders because he wants other people to repent. And then, and only then, really, can you say, repent, because the kingdom of God, the government of God, the government of peace has come upon you. The government of righteousness has come upon you. The government of joy has come upon you. The benefits of our government Show them the benefits of your kingdom government in Jesus' name. So, Father, thank you for deliverance for these people today. For those who pray the prayer for the first time, cover them with your blood, change their sins to be gone, make them new, seat them in heaven, give them the Holy Spirit. For those who know you, God, who are saved, Lord, take away all of their debt, financial spiritual, physical, and every other area, and give them the power of God right now to destroy the yoke, to destroy the works of the devil everywhere they go. Thank you that it's who they are. They are a son. They are a citizen. They are an ambassador. They are going to destroy the devil's work. Wherever they go, they are the salt of the earth. They are the light of the world. So go and read the Bible again from a kingdom perspective. Tell everyone you know about this podcast. Tell everybody you know, Christian and non-Christian, to listen to this because this is the word of God. This is the kingdom of God. This is the secret of the kingdom of God. It's a government. And it's free. You just need to be born again by the blood of the Lamb. Jesus, we praise you. We thank you for your blood. We thank you that it's by your blood that we enter the holiest place in heaven. And we remain.